Good morning. In the fall of 1997, I got a call from a small hospital in mid-Missouri that my sister had been admitted to the hospital with a heart attack. Unfortunately, it was too late for them to place a stent or to do any surgery, which quite frankly wasn't indicated at the time. And she developed heart failure. She developed an aneurysm of her heart in the area where she had the heart attack that essentially caused that part of her heart to turn to scar. And then it later caused leakage from her mitral valve. So over the course of the next few weeks, uh, she got a defibrillator because her ejection fraction wasn't adequate enough uh, to <clears throat> sustain her. In fact, it was at that level, it was high risk that she could have a fatal arrhythmia. So I became my sister's health partner over that period of time and coached her around her medicines uh, about all of the tests she was having done and everything that was going on with her. In fact, she moved to Atlanta where I was working at the time, actually training in my fellowship in cardiovascular surgery uh, to live with me. And um, over the course of the next three or four years, she did fairly well. She had several episodes where her defibrillator went off and she needed to, or she was actually shocked by the defibrillator. So that defibrillator actually was a lifesaver for her for a period of time. I took her to Emory uh, University where I was actually on faculty and working. Took her to some of the top experts in the world in heart disease, heart failure, and the like. Over the course of the next three or four years, she did fairly well, but began to deteriorate and have more and more episodes of heart failure where her legs would swell, she would get really short of breath, lungs would fill up with fluid and became very obvious that unless we could do something mechanically about her mitral valve, which was leaking severely, that she was likely uh, going uh, to die and perhaps even uh, end up needing a heart transplant. But we felt she had enough reserve at that time in her remaining heart to be able to withstand an operation. So this is now four years later in 2001. In fact, September the 8th, uh, 2001, she underwent surgery hospital where I was working at that time, uh, Crawford Long Hospital at the time now called Emory Midtown Hospital uh, by one of my partners to basically repair the aneurysm and replace her mitral valve. The surgery was difficult. We knew that going in, we knew that it would um, surgery in and of itself. You have to go through something, unfortunately, to get to the other side uh, could be um, <clears throat> uh, pretty significantly. Um, could add some significant weakness to a heart for sure. And in fact, it did. Uh, that was a Friday. Um, I actually I, I can't remember exactly if it was a Friday or not, but I just know I left town the next day uh, to go to Salt Lake City to uh, attend a board uh, prep uh, course. And you all, if you recognize the year 2001, you all know what happened on September the 11th, 2001. That was the planes that flew into the World Trade Center Tower. Well, the next day, September the 12th, is a day that I remember 
just as well, because that day, um, four days after her surgery, uh, my sister went into cardiac arrest and died uh, in my hospital. And I'm uh, probably 2000 miles away on the other side of the country. Not that I could have done anything uh, much different and not that it was <clears throat> not meant to be. We often look at the end uh, and we say, oh, how sad. But where I'm focused today is on the beginning. I'm focused on a 37 year old young lady who had a heart attack. And how could we have changed that course and that trajectory? Well, my sister Vicky was had asthma from a very young age and she did smoke cigarettes, uh, didn't have to do that, but she did. And I just wonder and I often say, what if, you know, she'd had the ability to have access to a higher level of understanding and even motivation if you want to call it personal responsibility, to do something different, to choose a different course besides smoking cigarettes. I also often wonder also what if the healthcare system had recognized uh, very early on that some of these asthma attacks were not necessarily just asthma, but they perhaps were a heart attack or even her developing congestive heart failure. So that's where I am today. I am at a point in my career where I've done some really good things and had a really outstanding career, had the ability to help people. But in surgery, I can help one person at a time. Talking to you like this, I can help literally millions of you at one time. And so I decided to take that to a whole new level. And I developed my current telemedicine platform, Primo Health Partners, just to do exactly that, which is to give you the opportunity to get a second opinion from an expert like myself, whatever it may be. Now, today, if you go to my website, I'm the only expert there, but rest assured that they are coming. Uh, we're going to have experts in oncology, experts in urology, women's health, men's health, mental health counselors. I think it was very, very important. We have an exclusive agreement with Tailored Wellness to provide that service because I think underlying a lot of the chronic health issues that we develop is some kind of stress. It may not be a, a mental health diagnosis, but there's something that leads us down the pathway of seeking comfort. The nature of the human being in mammals is to survive. It's to eat, it's to breathe, it's to drink and survive. And humans are no different than that. So what is it that allows us or forces us to diverge from that survival pathway? I don't know. Uh, but I do know that we have some excellent ways to mitigate or to reverse that course through mental health counseling, health coaching. We have health coaches that we're going to be adding to our site. So just a little note here this morning in my second uh, episode of Heart Chronicles. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll have another uh, story for you uh, or a tidbit or something that you can take away. So this heart month, we're not going to, I am not certainly going to sit up and talk to you about heart disease is the number one killer and all those other things. I'm going to talk to you directly about what you can do. So at Primo, that's what we want to be. We want to partner. We want to give you that another look. Our doctors won't be sitting there typing on the computer and looking away while they're asking you questions about your lab work. Our doctors will review your work and your information before you get on to the telemedicine platform. And we're going to have a conversation with you just like this. Um, and the comfort of your own home, where you feel now comfortable, all those questions that you didn't get to ask, 
you'll be able to ask and get another perspective because the goal here is to save lives. And then if you need our support going forward, we got you. We'll partner with you. We'll help you navigate this very complicated and complex health system that we have. If you need coaching, we've got coaches. They're going to be part of our business associates. Uh, if you need mental health counseling, we got you on that one as well. So check us out, primohealthpartners.com. Put your information in, sign up for the newsletter that's going to be coming soon. Get in early um, because I, I, I feel a lot of momentum. I'm getting a lot of calls and texts. Feel free to call or text me. I don't mind. Uh, you can call uh, my number, office number 404-293-0039. We can also take text messages on that number, uh, 404-293-0039. Because I know, I know you got questions. I, I know because many of you who are in the chat room right now have reached out to me over the years. Some of you have even taken care of. And, and so I really appreciate your support. But it's not about you supporting me. It's about me and my crew and my network supporting you and your families. Also, if you got a, you have a, a loved one, a father, mother, sister, brother, somebody's having a problem and they just can't get the right answers. You can call me now. I'm a heart doctor, but not heart related. I have lots of people in my network who we can refer you to uh, today, as a matter of fact, to get you plugged in and get you the right answers that you that you are looking for and the ones that are going to help you navigate. Not necessarily trying to be your doctor. I want to help you, doctor. PrimoHealthPartners.com. Everybody have a fantastic day. Dr. Coop, MD. Stay locked in and stay well. See you. Bye-bye.